Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. I want to say a little bit on our tagline today, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. What that comes from is myself wanting and knowing that I need to be more intentional about the way I live my life. And through intentional design, I can create a life and career that I love, that I don't want to retire from. I can make my life what I want of it. By looking forward, by seeing into the future, what do I want my future to look like? And then reverse engineering it. What do I need to do to make that happen? Getting the life and career I want through intentional lifestyle design. That is what freedom is. Intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. Being the career, life, work, relationships, all that stuff that you absolutely love. That is what the epitome of the Constructive Liberty Podcast is. I have a couple of quotes for you. And you know I can never stop at one. But these three tie together so beautifully. The first one comes from author and leadership coach Robin Sharma. And he said, My best investment, as cliched as this sounds, is the money I've spent developing myself through books, workshops, and coaching. Leadership begins within. And to have a better career, start by building a better you. And then Tom Landry said this, Landry being the NFL head coach of uh, the Packers from back in the day when they were winning Super Bowls left and right. He said, coaching is simplicity. It's getting players to play better than they think they can. And the last quote comes from uh, NBA coach John Wooden. NBA, no, he was a, a college basketball coach, I believe, John Wooden. He said, be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are, while your reputation is merely what others think you are. So as Robin Sharma said, to develop yourself, develop leadership within, to build a better career, a better you. And then Tom Landry said, you do that through finding people who can help you to outperform your own expectations. And then John Wooden said, don't worry about others' expectations. You know, your reputation is only what they think you are. Fulfill your own expectations. Build your own character. That is who you really are. Become a better you. And that circles around back to what Robin Sharma said, to develop yourself. So it's kind of a loop that you get into there when you, when you analyze those three quotes. On the note of developing yourself through books, workshops, and coaching, I have a workshop that I'm running uh, tomorrow night, tomorrow night being March the 3rd, Thursday, it's at 7 p.m. And two weeks ago, I did a podcast on personality styles. Or I went into that a little bit. Tomorrow night, I'm doing a deep dive into the DISC model of human behavior on knowing yourself, becoming a better you. We're talking about personality styles and how to tap into your unique personality because we're all given a unique personality using that to build stronger relationships and create a more fulfilling life. It's going to be 60 minutes of straight fire on becoming a better you. So don't miss it. That's Thursday, March the 3rd at 7 p.m. Central Time. You don't want to miss that. (laughs) 
if you caught my show a couple of weeks ago where I shared the story about the skunk, well, I got some feedback on that, and this comes from my brother-in-law, Brian. You're going to laugh. Hey, Kenneth. <laughs> I, I just listened to this last uh, podcast you just put on today. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but that was that was quite comical about the uh, skunk. I feel your pain. We had it happen in, in that little trailer house that my, Nate and I, my brother Nate and I used to live in out in the, uh, Nebraska and with holes in the floor and you name it. We had we didn't even have a dog, but something I don't know if it was a coon or what, but we had we constantly had critters underneath there because a bunch of the skirting was missing and stuff like that. I mean it was just a temporary place, so we weren't really even trying to fix it up, but something freaked out this skunk and I mean it unloaded under that trailer house and oh my goodness. Like we we couldn't even live there. We literally like I think we went on a trip or something. Like we just left. It was bad. So I can't even imagine <laughs> oh, with it being inside that enclosure. Oh mercy. So I feel your pain, but yeah, thanks for the laugh. That was that was good. I really appreciated that. <laughs> uh, I I laughed when I heard that. That that's good stuff. That's funny. It's nice to know that I'm not the only one who has had a skunk get the better of me. I want to share a video with you or the audio from a little video, a TikTok video I did recently, and that is about procrastination. Check this out. I came across something that was too good to not share. It goes like this. Barely the day started and it's already six in the evening. Barely arrived on Monday and it's already Friday. And the month is already over, and the year is almost over. And already 40, 50, or 60 of our years have passed, and we realize that we've lost our parents, friends, and we realize it's too late to go back. So let's try, despite everything, to enjoy the remaining time. Let's look for activities that we like. Let's put some color in our grave, and let's smile at the little things in life that put balm in our hearts. And despite everything, we must continue to enjoy with serenity this time we have left. Let's eliminate the afters. I'm doing it after. I'll say it after. I'll think about it after. We leave everything for later like after is already ours. Because we don't understand that afterwards the coffee is cold. Afterwards priorities change. Afterwards the charm is broken. Afterwards health passes. The kids grow up. The parents get old. Afterwards, promises are forgotten. The day becomes the night, and life ends. And then it's often too late. So let's leave nothing for later. Because waiting until later, we lose the best moments, the best experiences, the best friends, and the best family. The day is today, and the moment is now. We're no longer at an age where we can postpone what needs to be done. If you want to watch the video, I'll drop the link in the show notes. Uh, goes to TikTok. I think it's also on Instagram, but this is a TikTok video. So go check it out. Give me a follow. Share the videos. Uh, I try to put out at least one video a day. I don't always get that done, but at least that's what I try. But now let's go to the main topic of the show. It's on gratitude, gratefulness, being thankful for life. 
earlier this year, it may have been around the beginning of the year, I talked a little about gratefulness and how I was going to start journaling. Well, full disclosure, I haven't kept my promise. I haven't done every single day. The last couple of weeks, honestly, I'm not sure I've written anything on gratitude at all. So I apologize, guys. I'm going to get back into that. Um, but I thought I'd share with you just a few of the things, for example, that I wrote down. A lot of the stuff was one word, three words, just small little things. So I've got things written down like technology, warmth, sunshine. You can tell it was probably cold that day. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I was grateful that warmth exists even though I wasn't feeling it. Uh, then I have fellow content creators and collaborators, the ability to watch football. Um, then I was thankful for the guy that works for me, that I'm physically able to do good work. And one day we were driving and it was pretty snowy and there was a wreck, so I was thankful that we, my wife and I, were not the ones in the wreck. I was cold one day, so I was thankful for the overalls and the socks I was wearing. Uh, then for my niece, whose birthday was that day. Then for one of my friends who helped me out on a uh, project I was working on. The ability to work hard, again. And this was going to be everyday unique things that I was grateful for. I think I repeated myself three or four times on three or four different things. Another one is family, sunshine, cold, hot coffee. Uh, then for my office space, which my wife helped me to... Uh, to build up a little bit better we moved some things around put some finishing materials on the walls now i gotta finish getting the electrical hooked up in there instead of running off of extension cords so i guess i'm grateful for extension cords too uh, on this day i was cold again but i warmed my fingers up enough to write that i was grateful my fingers were able to warm back up again and be usable after being so cold then i was thankful that our property wasn't prone to flooding and for my wife whose birthday was that day then snowfall, then coffee again. Um, for my mastermind group guys, the guys that join me every Wednesday morning for a chat about life. We talk about, you know, the daily things that come up in life. We pray, we talk about a Bible passage that sticks out to us that we're maybe struggling with or don't fully understand. We set goals and we push each other towards accomplishing those things like what did you do this past week to make your life better what are you going to do this next week to make your life better and then did you do that we just it's a really awesome time where we come together just me and two other guys and we just connect we share we talk we chat we encourage it's awesome so that i was really grateful for that particular day I don't remember why specifically but it was it was good things so on with gratefulness you know there are times when the weight of life can get you down but when and this is why I started the gratitude journaling when you sit down and you talk about or write about or think about everything that you have you know whether you have cancer and you're not sure if you're going to make it, if you're going to make it through. You, you can still be grateful that you have family around you. You can be grateful that modern medicine has made it possible to overcome cancer. You can be grateful 
for so many little things. You can be grateful for nourishing food that can can help you fight that battle. No matter what situation you're in, if you're grateful, if you focus on the things that you do have, focus on the good, the bad things that you're going through, they begin to fade away. You don't see them as much. So a mindset of, or a spirit of gratefulness gets you out of a bad mood or a bad mindset. Like try getting upset at somebody and then being grateful for something and staying upset at them. You know, next time you're getting a fight or an argument or you want to yell at your kids or your coworker or your boss, first think of three things that you're grateful for in that moment and then go back to yelling. I bet you can't do it. So what do you have to be grateful for? I listed a bunch of things that I wrote down in my gratitude journal, which, by the way, I use one called the Daily Kairos. I'll drop a link for that in the show notes. It is not an affiliate link, so don't worry about you know, any money coming my way if you buy through that link. But we've all got so many things to be grateful for. I'd love to hear two things, three things, five things, 27 things that you're grateful for. And I want to share with you at least five things that I know you have to be grateful for. If you're listening to this podcast, you have at least five things to be grateful for. Number one, you're among the wealthiest people in the world. And you're like, Ken, come on. Look, I'm sitting here broke as a, as a, as a broke thing. And how can you say I'm the, among the wealthiest people in the world? Well, here's one way I know that. Because you're listening to this podcast. You have something with which to listen to it on. Whether that's a phone, an MP3 player. Do those things still exist? I don't know. Or a computer. How many people in the world have those? Sure, a lot of people in the U.S. have them. But there's so many people in the world that don't have those conveniences. And if you've got one... And let's face it, I see all kinds of little kids that have their own smartphone. If you've got a device that you can listen to things like this on, you're among the wealthiest people in the world. The second one that you have to be grateful for is that you're alive. And how do I know you're alive? Well, if you weren't alive, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, would you? So, you're alive. That's the second thing you can be grateful for. The third one, if you can afford to have a device to listen to this podcast on, you probably have a place to live, most likely. If you don't have a place to live, you at least have a vehicle to sleep in or a friend's house that you can crash at. Number five, I mean four, I'm sorry. You haven't lost your hearing because how would you be listening to this podcast? I'm not doing it in sign language. It's not in Braille. I don't know those things. It's I'm talking. That's the only thing I know how to do is talk. I'd be alright at listening too. But anyway, on the podcast, I just do a lot of talking. And then the fifth thing that you have to be grateful for is if you're listening to this podcast, you have the means with which to respond to me and interact with me and connect with me. You have the power in your hands to go on to Instagram or Float or MeWe or Facebook or I don't even know what all other platforms I'm on but at least those four, and you can connect with me. You can say, hey, Ken, I caught the podcast about gratefulness. That's really good stuff. I really like that. I could do with being a lot more grateful. 
it, I, I get so down and discouraged in life and I'm focused on the bad things. But when I heard your podcast about gratefulness, you know, it changed my day. I, I thought about five things that I was grateful for and I felt a lot better about the day and about my life. How hard would that be? It's not hard. You've got the device, the technology with which to do that. So go ahead and do that. <laughs> what are, and that actually is my question of the day. What are five things that you're grateful for? I actually had a different question of the day planned out, but that one goes perfectly. I'd love to hear from you. Just go on to whatever app you're listening to. I want you to screenshot the, the podcast. You know, you go into your podcast player where you're listening and take a screenshot and then go on to float, upload that picture, tag me in it, and then write five things that you're grateful for. Right? Ken had this awesome podcast on gratefulness. It inspired me to write down five things that I'm grateful for. I'd love it if you'd do that. That would be great. Um, along with the webinar, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I don't even know what to call these things anymore. Webinar, live stream, live podcast. <sighs> Who knows? I'm doing a thing tomorrow night, March the 3rd at 7 p.m. It is all about building a better you. And the, the takeaway from that is understanding yourself better. And where that comes from is from the DISC model of human behavior. Well, I do these personality assessments based on DISC, and I wanted to share with you something that a friend who recently took the assessment said about it. She, got, she told me this, I really liked the personality assessment. It was thorough and told me some things I needed to hear in a way that I could hear them and not just push them off. It was spot on with a lot of things. Other things I questioned, but as I thought about them over the week, I realized they were pretty accurate as well. I especially liked the sections that said, here's what you're doing, but here's what other people might see that as. And I also like the part about relating to other personality types and how to make our different strengths work together. So I hope you'll come join me tomorrow night. That live stream is absolutely free for you, no cost. You can sit in, listen, interact, ask questions, all the things. And then at the end, I'll drop a link where you can go get your own personality assessment, learn more about yourself and how to create stronger relationships because life is based on relationships. Everything we do has to do with our relationships in life. Even if you're not a people person, everything you do has people involved in it somehow, some way. Like it is impossible, I'm going to say, to live without having any relationships at all. And if you're going to have relationships, why not make them better relationships? Just, just my thought, that's you know, if, if you're going to do a thing anyway, you might as well try to make it a little bit better. I talked on the Teen Catalyst podcast this morning about becoming 1% better every day. Why not make your relationships 1% better every day? If you extrapolate that out over a year's time, that is 38 times improvement. 3,800%. Like your relationships, if you improve them 1% better every day, they would be 38 times better by the end of the year. Think about that. Now, you might think you have great relationships, but imagine how much better they would be if they were 38 times better. 
Hey, that's all I've got for today's show. I want to invite you, if you love the show, you love the work I do, along with screenshotting it and sharing it on your social network, tagging me in it, writing the five things you're grateful for, I'm going to drop my Amazon wish list in the show notes. If you would like to, feel free to go buy me a book off of that wish list. I promise to read it someday and maybe even do a review for it. Even especially for you, I'll read it and send you my review on it if you drop me your email address and let me know who you are that sent it. I'd love that. So check the show notes. The link to my Amazon book wish list is there. Go buy me a book. Show me your support. Chat at you next week. And do good work.